What it do, world? This your boy, Youngin. This is Queen. Big B. And this is Subject to Opinion, your favorite sports and entertainment podcast. Let's go, Subject to Opinion, people. What's the word? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. We in here. Whoop-de-whoop. And we got a lot to address. Man. Well, not a whole bunch, but the things that we are going to address, I'm sure everybody is already addressing. And we're going to chime in and give our opinion on it. Man, look, we're not going to talk about him first. But I am going to say I'm getting tired of talking about Aubrey. All right, but we're going to get into that later. It's Aubrey's job to stay in the press. <laughs> and technically, even though we're not journalists or have any press passes, we're the press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. How are we going to kick off the show? What's going man, on? We're going to kick off with, oh, man, what's going on with your boy 50 Cent and fucking with Omar? I'm man. Not, Michael K. Williams is his name. <laughs> but we all know get him as Shotgun Toast. Right, exactly. Shotgun toting Omar from The Wire. From old Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland. I seen on Facebook, or yeah, I was on YouTube. Uh, well, actually, you told me, you sent me a text, told me to check it out. And they beefing over another man? Yeah. Like they going, that's pretty uh, much man it. locked up? That's pretty much it. Uh, if you if you know anything about uh, 90s, mid-90s hip-hop, you know the name Jimmy Henchman. Uh, we ain't going to get into who he is, really. But uh, him and 50 don't like each other. He 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 got arrested a couple years ago, right? Uh-huh. So, uh... About 16, 2017. Yeah, uh... Somehow, 50 Cent got his mug shot. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. <laughs> somehow, 50 Cent got his mug shot. And, uh... He's been going on Instagram, just, just letting Jimmy have it. And, uh... Michael K. Williams is... Apparently a close friend of Jimmy Henchman. I was wondering what their relationship. Was. Yeah, he he said he's ta- he talks to him almost every day. If you are close friends with Jimmy Henchman, you will probably have your nose in the streets or your toe in the streets somehow somewhere. So uh, I don't know if Fifty going at him is necessarily a good thing. You know what I mean? Because ain't Jimmy locked up for supposedly murdering somebody who was in G Unit? Uh, I have no idea why he's in jail. Okay. But yeah, I I think I read that that he or he was probably like a suspect in the murder of somebody who was in G Unit, and that's where that hatred comes from. But uh, well, Tony Ayo smacked his son. It could be that too. It's just a lot of stuff. But that was before. Like I do remember Jimmy Henchman. I believe at the time was working for a game or some sort manager management company something, you know. Whatever he may have been during the time that they were beefing, game and Fifty Cent, and he was one hundred percent behind the game. Okay. So I don't. I think that may have been where it started, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. Okay. Uh. But he said he got beat up, and then Omar said he didn't. Yeah, we're gonna call him Omar. Yeah, we're gonna call him Omar. That's respect. Okay. Um. Depends on how you look at it. <laughs> Because he's been no. in other things. You are, but you always you're you're known as like what from if what, what if you're he, known from. What if he hates Omar because he had to kiss a man for six years? Suck well, it up. Look, you I bet he didn't hate cashing them checks. Okay. And you know, Fifty says that. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty said yeah. that. Fifty was like, "How much they pay you to go full punk?" <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> he said punk. Yeah, he said punk. He said punk. He did. I that think. shows you how old that nigga is. Yeah. He he cut. They cut the check. For but six years, you gotta be cutting checks. He cutting checks, but um, so he said he got beat up, but apparently, 
Omar says that's a lie. Okay. And this is what caused the back and forth thing on Instagram or wherever they were going back and forth at. I just don't get it, though. Like, I get 50 Cent. 50 Cent is going to troll you forever whenever he has that's who he any is. issue with you. That's how 50 gets right? his money at this point now. But what I don't get is the importance of making sure that people know that it's not the truth. You see, like, he's in jail, right? Uh, the stigma that he carries, or from what people know, whatever, most people wouldn't believe it anyway. Or if they would believe it, they're going to be like, because he's old. So I don't understand why you even say anything to 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you talk to him, was this something that he wanted you to do? Or did you just jump out and was like, yeah, I'm going to let the world know that is not true. Uh, Which now we're talking about hopefully it really doesn't matter. Hopefully it was the. Uh, hopefully Jimmy said, "Hey, just say something." You know what I mean? Because if you just jumping out there to protect this guy, who who until now we didn't even know you were associated with. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it, it's just kind of weird, but that's neither here nor there, man. Yeah, that's just the. Fifty Cent, a news cycle. That's, he, he needs something to get in the news. Um, he always wanted, and Omar jumped right in and gave it to him for, yeah. for no apparent reason. But on to a better note, man. Before this even happened, I was excited to talk about the start of the NBA season. Oh yeah, oh, everybody's yeah. lining up. All oh, the messes has to come to to. For the forefront, you know, the Timberwolves have to act right or the Lakers are going to do good, how the Warriors look, how Kawhi going to play in Toronto, how DeMar going to play in San Antonio. All of these things are going on in the NBA. And LeBron, have they played yet? Tonight's no, their first I night I think game, tonight right? is their first night, yeah. As we're recording, I believe they're playing. Yep, they. I think they just started. They yeah. just started. So far. So here's my rundown on the NBA. It's the first game. <laughs> it's the first game. Of A lot the of teams look good. Uh, uh, who was that? The Pelicans looked awesome. Um, Phoenix looked super good, and they young. Um, the Rockets looked not like, so good. Like people, not so good. Who hate on them want them to look. Yeah. Um, of course, we haven't seen the Lakers. The Seventy Sixers look eh. not as good as they looked. Because the Celtics beat them. The, <laughs> the Celtics did beat them, uh, but that's where you put all the weight on it being the first game of the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the one good thing is that uh, I think every game yesterday was uh, over 100 points. So, that to me, that's like everybody starting off charging. You know what I mean? No slow games. Like, everybody was there to put up points in the show that they came. If they could put up the points. Right. You know what I mean? So. Well, Kimball Walker put up 41. Yeah, I heard. 41. That is, uh, that is amazing. Ah. But he missed the game winner. That's the difference does between Kimball Walker does that, and Michael Jordan. That affects you, doesn't it? <laughs> that, it's kind of like, yeah, the Warriors had a great season, but they didn't win the ring that year. You know? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had 41 points, but you missed the game winner. But, you know what A mean? layup. Right. You, you know, know what I mean? What was – you got 41 points, so you, you got to miss this one, though. <laughs> You've been scoring all night. You missed this one. Moving forward, we know we can count on you for 41, and that's where it stops. Right. But he was the one that kind of stood out amongst, as far as the points was concerned, 
Um, I can't really think. Oh, uh, Devin Booker and Guyton. I can't think of his first name in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. They look good. They look good. I'm a. I'm actually. I didn't. I don't know if the uh, the Jazz played yet. I was hoping to catch. Yeah, I think it. they did play. They, yeah, yesterday, I believe. Yeah, they played yesterday. I was hoping to uh, to watch the Jazz because Donovan Mitchell is that that guy to me. I like him. He nice. He I like nice. I like Donovan Mitchell. I don't. It, 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 he just seems like a point guard who's grounded in being a point guard. You know what I mean? Like he ain't trying to be fancy. I just want. I, I'm trying to move the ball. Listen, I'm need you to stop disrespecting the show. Donovan Mitchell is not a point guard. He's not a point guard? No. What is he? He's either a two or a three. Just because he has the ball in his hand <laughs> doesn't make him the point guard, okay? Just want to let you know that. Donovan, stop playing point guard then. He's not right. playing point guard, okay? <laughs> this man said the point guard. He's young, and he's pretty good at what he does, though. So, uh, who else I wanted to mention? Um... Oh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Even though they lost to the Warriors, they put up a hell of a fight. And I feel like that was about Westbrook. With Westbrook, if they play this way, it's gonna be a problem. It's it's gonna be a huge problem. It's gonna be a problem. But that type of player can cause things not to look that good. That's what great players need to understand. Like, why my team don't fight this hard when I'm on the court? Something you doing? Mm-hmm. Like if would it be a close game with you on the court? Possibly, but with the outcome, you're supposed to change the outcome, not be the one that's keeping the game close. Right. You see what I'm saying? Now you, if you can do both, now we might be able to talk about you with the greats. But if you're only there to keep the game close, which is what they did without you. Now, granted, without you, it might spread to a from six to eighteen by the end of the fourth quarter once they go on another run, but a loss is a loss. Whether I lose by 18 or whether I lose by four, it's a loss. The superstars, the great players, they need teams that can keep them in the game. Yeah, I'm going to help keep my team in the game, but I need my team to help me keep us in the game. And I will finish this motherfucker off. So superstars, if you want to be a superstar, you got to understand it. You got to have some mental capacity that tells you, or you have to have the mental capacity uh, that tells you, okay, this is what my team needs from me right now. This is what I need to do to make sure we win this game. And sometimes I think they get that confused throughout the course of the game. So, therefore, they put themselves in a position at the end of the game to be the hero, but you're probably not going to make it happen because you've given everything you got to get to this point, and you're going to come up short. So, I mean, they should be good with him there. But, yeah, I mean, they ain't never lost with him by itself anyway, but it's just something for him to think about to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was excited for uh, the NBA season openers, man. It was, it was great. But like you said, it's only the first games of the season. Can't really call anything. Everybody looks good. You know what I mean? Uh, no no injuries so far. 
Gordon Hayward. Woo! Facts. You know what I mean? Shouts out to the what Celtics. What a hand clap. Give him a hand clap. Hand oh clap. Give him a hand clap. Yo. There you go. He yo. made it through the oh first one. Oh, my Lord. He made it through the first oh my, one. Not a, not a bone twisted. Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, stretched, he stretched real good. Bro, did you see? He dunked the ball. He was like, y'all see that? Y'all see that? <laughs> <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Proof. Proof, coach. Can I get my minutes back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got eight. Hey, this guy with the line in his heart. I need you to tell him to sit his yellow ass down. Okay, I'm back. I made it past the first game. Right. I'm good to go. Wasn't that Tatum? Tatum? Right. Get move. Akuna Matata. <laughs> Akuna Matata. No, he got to go. But you know what? The interesting thing was Kyrie sucked. Man, he uh. He sucked. I watched his highlight. I watched the highlights of the game, and uh, the Celtics definitely showed that uh. They could do it without Kyrie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, Kyrie, everybody thought that Kyrie was gonna be that factor for them last year, and uh, when he was out for the playoffs, they just built this this chemistry. I guess they just don't need him in it no more. You know what I mean? Like whereas at the start of last season, Kyrie was trying to figure out how he was gonna mold with his team. You know how he was gonna make the players mold together. Where now he has to put himself in a position where he has to mold with the team because they didn't already play. They didn't made it through the playoffs together. You know what I mean? These guys went up against playoff LeBron and by themselves without me. You know what I mean? Right. That's the reason I left Cleveland. Like, I left Cleveland to go against playoff LeBron, and they did it without <laughs> me. They did, they did it without me. And they were almost successful. And, and that's the thing. I think Kyrie had the right mindset. But he picked the wrong team. He had the mindset that I'm going to go on a team, but I'm going to, as I stated, get them over the hump. The games that they couldn't win, we will win. They play how they play. We get to that point where it broke down, and I will take care of it, right? The problem is this team with those players continue to grow. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a dead fall like you have legitimately two years from now, if not this year, if Kyrie and Gordon Hayward play how they're going to play and Al Horford plays how he's going to play, legitimately you have five all-stars on this team. Legitimately. And with the possibility of six, given how much credit you're going to give Rozier. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? So it's not easy, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that they gel. And then when they're young, it's like the Warriors, they have the same situation, right? But their players that have they came up together. Four of them came up together. Mm -hmm. You know, so they Kevin Durant had to do what he do to fit in. This is something totally different. Like they came up together with uh Tatum and Brown mm -hmm. and Rogier. But then the all stars, the older guys, they came from other teams. Al Horford, Kyrie Irving. Gordon Hayward. But Al, it ain't, you don't talk about Al because Al's going to do whatever needs to be done. Yeah, Al playing his and role. he's going to get his numbers. He's still yeah. going to give you double I, digits and uh, rebounds, double digits in points, a blocker, yeah. a stealer, and he's going to run your defense. Yeah, he playing his role. Right. So it's a different type of chemistry because they have to get a real chemistry. Yeah. You see, when Golden State got to clicking, it was because the chemistry w was there. From those From are draft job. picks. Facts. Draymond, Clay, and Steph are draft picks. 
You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. I'm just excited that the league is back up and, and running and give us a lot of stuff to talk about. You know, especially man. when people start going in they slumps. Man, and man, supposed man. to be great. I love that basketball has the shortest uh, off season. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's three quick months, man. summertime. Back Boom, at back it. at it. Right. <laughs> Let them rookies get to it. Them OGs collect them checks. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, we'll be more on the NBA as the season goes on for sure. All right, so we gonna get into what they all been, what everyone's been waiting for. Drake versus Pusha T. No, no, this is not a rerun, folks. We're not talking about disc records here, folks. No, this is not about the guppy freestyle or um, what was the name of it? Life of Lou A. Story of Adadon. Story it's, of Adadon. It's, it's, it's been a few months and you still don't remember the No, name I only song. heard the song. Fuck the title. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't understand how we got back to this point. This is how we got back to this point. I'm going to tell you how we got back to this point. Because Aubrey doesn't know when to shut the hell up. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Like, bro, you lost. It's fine. You lost. That's all. That's all, all you got to say is, I don't have anything else to say to what you just said to me, Mr. Pusha T. Like I told y'all before. <laughs> Even when the life of Louie came out, <laughs> I told y'all that no, not not when it came out, but when he released the uh, the freestyle, the W freestyle, no, the the freestyle over the radio station. Uh, ah, I know what you're yeah. about. Yeah, and he said Prince told him chill and all of that. I told y'all they were trying to set the narrative. They want you to believe what they want you to believe. So they want you to believe that Jay Prince told him not to say anything. But then they also want you to believe that Kanye West told Pusha T. It, it makes sense, right? This is some dealing with Adidas. Kanye West gets his shoes made through Adidas. Make Kanye West to be the bad guy because he always pointed to be the bad guy, right? He's easy, he's right. an easy target. And even with you, you know, don't bring them 360s around me, all that other good stuff, right? That man hadn't said anything. So I don't know if he said anything in, like, um, an interview or if he did an Instagram chat or anything of that nature. But Drake just kept going. He kept going until he found himself sitting across from LeBron James Telling the world his narrative. And was, like, I told him. I showed, like, here's the picture. It's sad, here's the man. Picture. It was, I showed you. It was a, it was a bad look because not only were you saying that uh, LeBron gave you advice on hip-hop. Because uh, since when did LeBron have uh, any type of hand? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure you probably pay. Rappers pay you. I'm sure you probably pay rappers. You've done a lot for hip-hop. I get that. You're not a hip-hop artist. You're not a music executive. You're a, you're a dude with a lot of money paying rappers. All right? Stay playing basketball, bro. Like, you don't got – like, no, LeBron James don't get a yep. That's what I told him. This no, rap. you don't get that. No. It's rap. It ain't no hierarchy in rap. It's the niggas that make money, and it's the niggas that give the money. 
and the niggas that give the money have the right to say and do and feel what they want to feel to the niggas that make the money. And that's just bad. Because, uh, Big B, you said we was going to bring up uh, Styles P and Davies. Yeah, oh, and, yes. And they had the realest sentiment mm. on the situation. Like My guy, the, my era has spoken. You when cannot, the ghost speaks, it has been said. You cannot be the Facts. number one guy. You cannot be at the top of the mountain trying to write rules for what's going on down here at the bottom. Like, this is war down here. This It ain't pretty. We ain't down here for the sights, and we ain't down here for the fashion. You can't tell us what's too much and what's... No, this is war down here. But the thing is, again, it fits the narrative. Because you putting up $100,000 for for dirty information on this man, and then you get on the show and talking about rules. Uh-oh, explain to the audience what you mean by that, Big B. About a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Oh, word is that he put a hundred thousand dollars out for any dirty information throughout the streets of Virginia or to one individual, and it got back to him. However many people it may have been, but money was offered. It could have been five hundred dollars, but you're offering money for somebody to give you dirty information on somebody, so you can then turn around and write a song about it. But then when you're talking to the public, Jay Prince told you not to say anything about it. And then when you find out you're trying to pay somebody, that's the complete contradiction of when you get on this show talking about rules. Rules. Listen. And here's another thing. And uh, Pusha T pointed this out on Twitter, and I thought it was hilarious. But Drake is in this video sitting across from LeBron James telling us what LeBron said that he should not do, should do. But, but, people, when Daytona first came out, LeBron James was training to it with the entire Lakers locker room. Talking about getting lit with fire emojis. Bro, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I mean, him like, listening to it and him talking to it about it don't have any correlation. No, but what I'm saying is you can't be telling Drake what to say and what not to say as if you're on his team. But then you paying this, you, you're listening to this other man's music. It's rap. Why not? Not, not if you're on that man's team. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm on your team. Like, we're friends, right? Ugh. So that's separate from how I feel about you at your job. Oh, okay. Right? So at your, in his field, I like a lot of people that you work with or that's in your, your field. But when one of those people has something to say about you, I think you should handle it this way. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Drake, like, bowing down to LeBron James' word in this video as if, like, I don't know. It was just weird, bro. I think you took that the wrong way. No, I didn't. I just think he was telling you that he was talking to his friend and asking him what he think about it, and his friend told him. I think you're putting the status on the names because of who Maybe that's are. it. Maybe that's it. It's just – but even if I'm taking it that way, that's how they presented it. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron James was like, yeah, this is what I tell you. You know what I mean? It was just, nope. Yeah, no, he wanted have- he wanted to, LeBron wanted it to be clear that he's a hip-hop head. So, even with Drake being his partner, go get him, bro. Because that's what you're supposed to do in this. I mean, I guess it would be like if you were a baller, right? And you were in the NBA and North got big. But y'all still got the same relationship. 
and he come to you like, yo, this nigga said this about me. What do you think? You know what I'm saying? It's, okay, yeah. It's just, it's just their relationship. But at the same time, y'all grew up together. Drake and LeBron are just I mean, you're, they're friends. They're friends. They're, they're friends. They bare minimum been friends for about six, seven years I can't years imagine now. they ain't out that much. You I know what I'm I saying? Like, I... I don't just classify the, the friendship. But in yeah, that that's business, what I'm saying. I in that business, no one hangs out a lot because everybody's touring, everybody's doing something. So but you got but I don't classify just hanging out as you being somebody's friend because while I'm on the airplane, while I'm in the studio, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you, texting, and we linking shit up and all that other stuff. So you, I mean, you still do normal type of communication. You're just communicating with a purpose most of the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you still... Hey, I'm having a baby. Hey, I'm having this. You know, I'm getting married. I'm sending you an invite. Which is obviously what 40 is doing with this random woman. <laughs> so that's what Pusha said. Pusha says that the it was a young lady that 40 was messing with. Say she he talked to her five or six, seven hours a day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, it doesn't sound like it's a random woman. Like this may be his woman. No. I don't think it's I don't think it's his woman. No. Uh, by the sounds of it, uh, that's or forty least, is a sugar daddy. Is what it sounds. Or at like. least the woman he deals with on the regular. Yeah, it sounds like. And I'm not. I don't know you, forty. I don't know your situation, brother. You know what I mean? But that's what it sounds like from the information that I'm getting. Listen, <laughs> listen. If he don't want nobody to know at that moment that he has a child on the way. I don't care if that's his wife. If he, that's information that if he don't tell it to you, you don't say You it. don't repeat it if he do tell it to you. Well, Forty seems like the type of person you can't tell shit. Well, I don't know about that because I don't know much about Forty other than he's Drake's producer. I don't even I know. I don't know shit about him except for his face looks. His face looks so trustworthy. I don't even know what he looks like. I don't. Like, I have no idea what he looks like. He looks but, like Rory, and Rory does. also looks untrustworthy. Uh, again, I don't I know, know what Rory, Rory looks like from the Joe Budden podcast. Right, exactly. Yeah. I know where he's from. I just don't know. Uh, what they look like I just can't draw a picture You know Put a picture in my head But So he apparently tells The girl is the person Who tells It's where Pusha gets the information from So now My thing my, The first thing I said Because at this point You have to Because even Queen said Shout out to Queen Whoop whoop uh, Shout out to Queen As always She's handling Subject to a business Subject to opinion business Um but here's the thing. They were rapping, right, up until the Duppy freestyle when he mentioned his wife, right? He was just rapping, right? From that point, from the time he dropped the story of Lil A, everything he said, I don't recall ever hearing anybody out of his camp, or Drake included, say that he was lying. Or hint to a, a phrase this is also true. that this is what he's saying is not true. It's always about let me give you my side of it, right? Or let me right. not give you my side or give it to you in pieces, right? Right. So for him to now, because you're now you've pushed him to this point per se, he feels that way. I'm sure. 
Uh, because it hasn't been much action from his corner about Drake. He bodied him and he moved on like a rap vet should. But so now when he gives this information, it says the 40 is the person he got the information from indirectly. Why wouldn't we believe him? So, why, why, not even why wouldn't you believe him? Why isn't it the truth? I mean, it's the this information has been out for at least two days now. And yet again. And, and we haven't heard that it is false. Actually, Angela said it when the story of Adonai came out. She said that on the rumor report, she said that her sources say that uh, Pusha T got the information from, from Drake. a letter and associate of Drake's camp. Okay. Which is how she put it. Okay. Shout so out to Yee. She that, called it. I believe it. She hit the grand slam. You hear me? But, um. There you go. And now, that, I mean, but now that the media is out, now that the information is out there, how do you think uh, this is going to affect Drake? Because it seems like nothing can affect Drake. First of all, I think Drake needs to apologize to Kanye West. First and foremost. Even though I have a feeling that Drake knew all along that Kanye West didn't do this. Mm-hmm. He just didn't want to tell everybody that his best friend did it. You think you think Drake probably knew 40 did it? And he was just trying to trying to hide 40 from The only reason <clears throat> it depends on the information. Mm-hmm. That was given in the song. Like, Drake knows exactly, like he said, he showed him the pictures, right? So, we didn't hear Pusha mention baby pictures or anything of that sort. But it's just certain information. Like, did he tell him? Let me just, this is what we going to do. And then Drake also talked about, apparently, so they played that Live Yourself song, The Beat. Kanye played that beat for Drake. That's just part of the narrative. And Drake that's, said that's, he wanted you know. the song, and then Kanye yeah. put it out, saying whatever on it. And Drake mentioned that too, which goes to you saying that he's not really talking about what was said on the song. He's talking about a bunch of other shit that has nothing to do with the accusations that Pusha T made or the, the information that Pusha T revealed. Alright, so here we go. This is the audio. Shout out to uh, Ebro and the morning show, Hot 97. Uh, this is the recording that they play where Pusha T kind of goes in on it a little bit. It's part of the interview. He just kind of goes in on it. But pay attention to what he's saying to the show back to the show and, and just addressing those things please the information came from 40 it didn't come from Kanye at all 40 is sleeping with a woman he talks to her daily five six hours a day mm. uh provides opportunity <laughs> for provides provides opportunity, opportunity for oh, he's a great guy you know ultimately speaks about how he's disgruntled about certain things notoriety and and things involving involving drake and in his career so on and so forth to this young lady yes with that also came the fact that drake has a child 
with that also came the uh, the trip that everybody took to go see the child and bring them gifts and all you know, all of this information. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Pillow. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Like he was about to say, pillow talk caught the man up. The best of us do it, fellas, but we need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop. stop. We're gonna start a no pillow talk movement. Okay. <laughs> this is what we're doing, man. No pillow talk movement. It's destroying <laughs> careers out here. Okay. Man. <laughs> Listen. Why? Man. Like, hold on. Before no, let me change gears. What about that snippet when he what he was saying stood out to you? Well, for for me, it's the, the the very first line of how he 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 made sure that he clarified that it came from forty, but indirectly. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just like even even if it wasn't a young lady that he was giving it to. It's it's a matter of loyalty. Like, why is his mouth even being opened on these things? You know what I mean? How is it that anything can come from you indirectly? You know what I mean? And that is just ridiculous to me. Because from what Drake has told us in his music, this shouldn't be happening. You hey, know what I mean? It has been him and 40 riding. He should know the rules. It says that his you know circle I mean? isn't as tight as he thinks it is. Nah, but but what uh what part of the snippet was you talking about? Where he said they took a trip. Ah, to see the baby. To see the baby, or give gifts, or whatever he said. Did he say that in the song? Mm-mm. Now, I believe there's a possibility, but is that something that Kanye West knew? Like, I think he purposely gave that example to let them know that this information didn't come from Kanye because you know you ain't tell him that. You ain't tell Kanye about this trip. Now, I have more information to let you know and recordings to let you know that this didn't come from Kanye. So now, I beg you the question, what is Drake and 40 relationship going to be like moving forward? That's what I'm saying. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, since the beginning, I'm talking about even the mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? It's been him and 40. You know what I'm saying? He's always gave shout-outs to 40 for the, the music that they made together. And it, it just seems like this shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? If you've been riding for somebody for... However, ten plus, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Drake has been mainstream for ten years, right. like he so he's known you for at least fifteen. You know what I mean? Like that's fifteen years worth of friendship that should tell you, I should not be telling this woman this about the man, baby, that you know he don't want nobody to know like, about right now. Right, like you know that Drake is keeping his baby secret, and you want to tell this chick. Bro, that's just not like go tell go tell your mama that I got a secret baby. <laughs> go tell y- your auntie who I've been trying to Listen. bust down for a while. You know what I mean? You want to tell some recorder on your fucking cell phone and yell it Facts. in a closed room. Just yell it. Do whatever you need to do to get it off your chest. You know what I mean? Like that's why when people tell me a secret, like when we be in a room like face to face, like right now, Dre Day, if you was like. 
Young and I got something to tell you. Like, what is it? I don't want to be dark skinned. I said that weird because you're light skinned. You know what I mean? Like, let's say I you get your point. Right. And I say, and just right there, I'm just gonna be like, hey, Dre don't want to be light skinned. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta get that that one. You know what I mean? Just so I don't leave the room and say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like when someone tells you a secret while you're in their face, just get that one time, boom. <laughs> you ain't never gotta worry about saying it again. It's it's mind blowing, because here's the thing: we're not on wax now. Already lost that battle. Now we stepped out of the booth, and is in your real life. Like, you forty has to have the understanding that y'all at the top, so everybody below you. It's trying to find a way to bring you down. Like, the, like I said, the only thing that may be saving Drake is that, unfortunately, and of course, you know, this is no dish from me whatsoever. It's coming from Pusha T. If this was a beef between him and actually Kanye West or Jay Z on this or statue. Future. J. Cole or Kendrick, this would be it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. It will be it. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I'm, I don't want to say his career is over I'm, because of the opponent kind of of how the people who are controlling the wheel now as far as the fans. Do you, do you think this is where Drake starts to we see the decline of the the empire? No, because here's the thing. All he got to do is what he should have done first time. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. I think as long as he keep getting them hits, making that music that, that's trending. As long as this doesn't actually affect them when they make music, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. But, okay, now what about this, right? Drake's sound, Drake's and 40 sound is, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's what it is. But um, what if they relationship does crumble? You know, you know, 40 isn't, you know what I'm saying, mainstream famous, but I'm sure people will still buy his beats. But, and I'm sure other producers will come to Drake, but do you think because of, it's, it's almost like, you know what I'm saying, when cash money split up, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, it's a different sound now. When Manny Fresh left, left right. Cash Money, it's right. a different sound. Right. You know what I'm saying? You think that'll affect Drake if they relationship will crumble? I think it can because, not because of the fans, but because of the industry. Mm-hmm. Because of the label, they gonna they want like Snoop and Drake. I, Snoop Dogg releasing an album. Dr. Dre needs to be on this album. Somewhere. Doctor, not No, he needs to be the single. Gotcha. I think if their relationship crumbles, we just go get a Drake album for the Musty Beats. You know? Mm. It ain't gonna be the same. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be Drake album for the Musty Beats and London on the track and right. shit like that. Right. We ain't gonna get Weezy out of here. Yeah. We ain't gonna get the Drake at 40. Right. Drake, he fuck him up. So maybe his core fan base gets a little soured. Here's the thing, and I don't know anybody else 
been one hundred who has been tied to a producer, and when they split, remained where they were at. It's only Facts. one person that was able, and he, he didn't remain where he was at. He wasn't even necessarily at the top either, though. And that's Lil Wayne. He was the only one of them out of the group, period. Mm. That was a, including Baby, that was able to survive switching sounds, yeah, switching producers. So, if Drake can do it, now cause we know it can be done, then he'll be all right. Well, if you if you think about a Drake project, most Drake projects have multiple sounds. Like they, they, yeah, but forty is on it. Forty is touched. Forty is executive produced. That's and touched everything. Drake has that. It forty's on it. That's his sound. You know what I mean? For when 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 people are mastering and engineering the sound, yeah, forty knows what settings to make Drake sound like how he want to sound at that moment. You know what I mean? That's forty on those doing that. You know what I mean? Like if that goes away, so we get a Drake we never heard before. Possibly. That may be what the fuck he Quite needs. possibly. Quite possibly. But that's the thing. Like I said, name one. You only go I'm, I've been thinking. I've been over here you thinking. You see, I too. disappeared Me into too. the conversation. I, I've been Me too. thinking. You only going to name one? I keep wanting to say DMX for some reason, but that's not right. Nope. Swiss Beast is still in his corner. <sighs> and the one, and, and Snoop. Snoop still riding with Dre. But they not but uh, Snoop Here's the thing Snoop is cool with Dre But Snoop is How much Musically is, Ain't the, Yeah how much mm. Is Snoop's music Has Dre produced right. Lately True In the past 10 years But Snoop Snoop ain't selling Snoop, I feel Snoop like Musically sell. Snoop rocks With Pharrell more than Dre Musically It's all about the sales Right That's what I'm saying all about the and, right, cause and Snoop ain't Snoop ain't selling. That's you know what I mean. A brand. He he's as an artist, he's not the same. Period. Right. What? It ain't even. He's a brand though. Facts. You see what I'm saying? So he got his hand in a lot of stuff, keeping his name alive. So when he do drop a CD, he makes money off of it. Did Jay Z have a forty? Jay Z has Blaze. always worked with multiple producers. Just Blaze, though. At the beginning, it was a lot of him. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? No, he didn't sign Just Blaze to like three, four albums in, didn't he? He wasn't on the Hard Knock Life. Oh, okay. He wasn't on. Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, he wasn't on Reasonable Doubt. Okay. No. So, uh, yeah, I can't think of no, uh, no rapper that split from their producer and still. That's a damn good question. Even if you go listen to. I look at old Jay Z CDs. It's always multiple producers. He's always had the hottest producers for the most part, but there's always multiple producers. You know what I'm Even if you think about Hard Knock Life, uh, who is Swiss Beats, Timberland, for real? Mm-hmm. Just played my. No, I don't think he was on there. Um, but he's always had, uh, you know. A numerous amount of producers. Yeah. That's how you say it. But yeah, J- Jay's always had different sounds on his album. But 
I don't know, man. We'll see, man. Aubrey, best of luck to you, brother. It, it might be a sad situation. That's why the mood is dampering a little bit. Man, yeah, because you, know, you can only, like, it, it I feel like. It might be a sad situation. I feel like, like you said, it's not on wax anymore. Right. So at first, people were like, but Pusha T can't rap better than Drake. And that's all that. They weren't listening to what he was saying. Right. Now that this isn't on music, there's no music in the background, there's no beat. I'm not trying to rhyme. Listen to this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this has the potential of this man falling off faster than. No, nobody can fall off that fast or that bad. He might fall off similar to Ja Rule. Like, ja Rule, like he fell off all the way, like gone. Man. Like, yeah, I know he gonna do whatever he doing, whatever. He gone. But nobody it, cares to hear Ja Rule. One thing for sure is is that if somebody else was to randomly just say. You know what? Fuck it. Let's end them. Like if somebody like Kendrick and Cole was to just be petty and just like fuck it, let's end them. Like it would, <laughs> it would be it. It's like Pusha T. Like how you say Remy gave uh, Nikki that first shot, but then Bodak Yellow fucking paralyzed. Like ended it. Like if somebody else was to just say, you know what, Pusha, you're right. Like <laughs> boom, it's rap. It's it's rap. You would think, but I don't think so because it wouldn't be genuine. So it wouldn't have, you know, no matter how hard it is, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have that type mm. of effect. But by the way, that's another career that you're watching. Pay attention. Going from being at the top to falling. If Nicki Minaj, pay attention. Don't pay attention to the press that you see. Just pay attention. Bro, fuck press. Check me out. Her, she disappeared so quick. <laughs> Like, when I remember we had the show about about how she talked dirty about Travis Scott. Uh-huh. Two weeks after that, Queen wasn't even a topic of subjects on anyone's billboard. But it's <laughs> but Sicko World and Astro World was still selling. Like, <laughs> they, he performed the song live right. on NBA opening night. <laughs> they were showed a show. Like, they played it after the game. Man, like. That was cra- that's crazy. And then she, I think she still does Queen Radio. But like at first she was on Instagram every night saying tune in, tune in. Where's all that at now? You know, like <laughs> they're trying to get it back together. It's declining, but it, you can catch it. Drake's, like I even said before, when uh, Pusha T dropped the story a little a, they had already put the money into this album. Mm-hmm. So it's not about this. It's about what comes up next. That's what I'm waiting on. Not necessarily what's going on. Well, what's going on with him and Pusha will affect what the next album. But you know what it is. That's it. He Danner found himself in an all-in situation. <laughs> at, at this point, with um, with what's going on with Drake and uh, Nicki going crazy about Queen and. The quarter five, I, I feel like the internet just let that go real quick as well. Like, Young Money. Do some, check some numbers on that. Young Money seems like they just fading into the back. It's just a, another hip-hop faction that just ran their course. Could be it. Could be it. I mean, but, again, I am not the one to go against Lil Wayne as far as not re, yet. re uh, lighting the fire and having it at 400 degrees at, again. At this point, Wayne is the king of reinventing himself. 
So it is possible. Right. But from what we are seeing, no. But yeah, we'll see how that transpires. Uh it was something else I wanted to talk. Somebody actually asked me uh about this the other day and I didn't even really think about it before it was brought up and I I couldn't I asked myself why but I couldn't figure out why was this something that we A hadn't talked about but B that I apparently don't give two shits about right how are we talking about it go ahead Young Buck with the transgender. Oh, I don't give a fuck about it. What? Look, well, why don't you give a fuck about wanna it? Want to know why I don't give a fuck? Because he was on a phone conversation with 50 Cent crying a couple years ago. Okay? <laughs> this is the equivalent to that. Like it, the, it's the same shit. Okay. Except now he's crying to a tranny. All right? He was crying to 50 at first. Listen, but listen. I have to say this. Why did you call Buck? Right. Why did you call let her leave it up. Let you know her I mean? take it down. Let her do whatever she's going to do with it. You can't go from not knowing a person. To calling them. To calling. Not just calling them, but expecting them to have some sympathy for the people that you care about. That expectation only comes from somebody that you know. That you think you have some sort of emotional attachment to. But I just wanted to bring that up because... We are the press. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we needed to talk about that just a tad bit. Yeah, I mean. Um, but. Hey, brother, it's 2018. You know what I mean? Be who you are. I'm going to say, <laughs> right. That, and that's another thing. Save yourself the fucking trouble. Tell the truth. Facts. I don't understand. <laughs> so, yeah, just, just live your life. Tell the truth, right? Okay, so. I'm just saying, you know. Came out Kevin Spacey like little boys. The only thing they did was took his Netflix show down. You know what I mean? Like, like if you if that's who you are, Buck, you're a peacock. We gotta let you fly. All right? You know what I mean? Oh, gotta let you fly. Oh, your feathers, brother. You know what I mean? But the 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 overall story, basically, I feel, or the overall point to all of our stories today, with the drama with Fifty Cent and Omar, to the. Um, Pusha T and Drake, or now Drake versus 40, um, to the Young Buck situation. Drama in your life is not meant for everybody else to know. Period. If you have a problem with somebody, address that person before you have people in your business escalating your situation or judging your situation or you have people putting your livelihood at stake. You know what I mean? It's it's bad enough when, like, your family try to get involved and shit. But when you get the the 12.4 million people who follow you on Instagram <laughs> right, involved. Right, right. Like, like it, shit can get blown out of proportion. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? ASAP. Words can get misconstrued. It's just, it's just bad luck. <laughs> just do the hip-hop thing. Talk your shit. That's it. Just Man. talk your shit. But speaking of hip-hop... We're not gonna go off this show today and not talk about the B 2018 BET Hip Hop Awards. Woo woo! woo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you see? 
I seen ten ten people in attendance mm, there. Mm. I seen. Oh, I seen Listen, <laughs> on everything I love, when I was watching it, I went and ran in my backyard. I'm like, who? Why are all these people in my backyard? <laughs> <laughs> this had to be the smallest venue yeah. that I've ever seen any award show yeah, in my life. Now they could have been at other places, just as small. But y'all didn't decorate this one good enough or something. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it was. That in D. By the way, D. Ray Davis did a good fucking job. D. Ray Davis was fucking hilarious. He did his thing. He did. He uh, did. But yeah, the yeah, I the place they wanted to rent must have had an issue, and they had to find a backup place. Yeah, because it was arena. it was too small. It was everybody was was tight and it just looked uncomfortable and man look when they were performing like when Gucci Man was performing and he was standing at a certain part of the stage he was right in front of Yo Gotti I thought they was about to like have a stir down cause they were so close <laughs> like dude are you, what's going on here this stage is like right on top of these people <laughs> but <laughs> but for the show I think the arena set the tone um the performances were trash. Shouts out to Cardi though. Uh, yeah, Cardi did a great job and doing what she does best. She did her thing. She fucked uh, it out. Facts. Yeah, awesome. she was twerking her little life away. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, uh, it was somebody I wanted to shout out. I felt like did a good job. Shouts uh, out to Yellow Beezy. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Yellow uh, Beezy. Uh, he got shot. Yeah, he, he got shot. He got shot he twelve got shot. times. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, he um. He they said he put he, he put out some recently. No, they shot this last week. Yeah, oh. he uh, uh, he watched his performance at, in the hospital mm-hmm. bed. That was that was a real dope uh, video. His family shared. He 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 was in tears. You know what I mean? That's kind of sad. You know what I mean? To get to reach that point and then for somebody to just be like, no, nah, you can't enjoy this. Like it's fucked up, but. It's just, he, he he got to watch himself perform. So Claps in the bucket. Our people can be mad. Yeah, sometimes. Man, it was crazy, but to, I know that we all or a lot of us come from situations we don't want to be in. But don't take nobody's life to get out of it. Straight it's up. way more ways. A million. It's not gonna get you out of it. It's not. It's only digging you deeper. At all. So. Um, yeah, shout out to Yellow Beasy, but Fly is his name Fly De Niro. Um, but he is what's the man name? DJ Khaled. That's his artist. I think it's Fly De Niro, Young De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's something like that. De Niro. I loved his performance. Yeah, he was a uh, he was performing. Yeah, everybody else. I think I'm just tired of seeing Ti with this like nerve shake dance that. Dude, he What's just, his song? Twi- yeah, I, I didn't really Twitching. listen to the song. So, I didn't really listen to the song, but he was out there performing. He was it, actually That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Getting into it with the you know what I'm saying? Shouts like, out to you, young man. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of people just got up on stage and threw up a couple gang signs and wrapped them on. Man, with the like these were yeah. the worst performances ever. And also, um, Lil Duval came out, did his thing. Yeah. He brought the energy. Smile, yeah. Bitch. yeah. I'm living my best life. Yeah. So but that was trash. So now it, that's two, right? So the <laughs> arena was trash. The overall performances from the artists were trash, trash, right? So the only other thing 
that could save the BT Hip Hop Awards is what? Weezy F, motherfucker, baby. No. I'm sorry. No. The awards. No. Oh, no. I apologize. I don't, we don't give a shit about awards. I'm going to no. cut that out. I'm sorry. No. We don't give a shit about awards. We we'll give a shit about performances. Black people go to award shows to see you perform. So that was trash. Mm-hmm. But the other version of performances that they offer at the Hip Hop Awards are the ciphers. Ah. Oh, I yeah, forgot the about ciphers. those. Yes, yes. Uh, well, let me tell you real quick. They were trash. Oh, it was, it okay. was, who was that one guy that uh, that we had watched? He had winning. Look, Yellow Cat, Flawless, whatever the hell his that's name what was. I, that's who I was going to bring he, up. He uh, was dope. He what was is his name? Flawless. Flawless. Flawless the real. It was some. I know it had flawless in it. Yeah. I have not heard it. We'll watch it after. Sh- we'll watch okay, it. Okay, we'll watch yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, his his boss was fire. Yeah, he was dope. He was dope. Uh, her bowl, that's my guy. No. But the that that ain't his thing. Uh, <laughs> uh shock boy. I said shock boy. The block boy JB. You oh, tried. Man. man. You tried. You, you tried. tried. Who it's told you? Good. It's not your thing. Who told you? Everybody has a, stay in your lane. Uh, who Damn. told? You? Exactly. It was that bad. Oh man. He he knows he has no. Uh, Chance little that. brother Taylor. He went in. He had some nice little balls. But overall, trash. trash. So yeah. besides D Ray and the little spot things that we just said. Shout out yeah. to Cardi. <clears throat> you know, if you gotta rate it on the ten. I'm going to shoot that a strong three. I was just thinking that. Yeah, a strong one. Yeah. Like, you know, Mike Tyson strong. It, but they got to do better. That didn't make no sense. Like, it's hard to get me to dislike a hip-hop show. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. That didn't make no sense. <laughs> but, but, uh, although the award show wasn't that great, uh, Somebody who deserves an honorable mention got his honorable fucking mention. Right, Weezy F. Yeah. You know, as you, you guys know, we big Wayne fans. You know, we did a celebration for the quarter five. We're going to continue to play little old throwback Wayne songs and things of that nature. Uh, BT did right. And when these type of things happen, they kind of – these are the pets on the back that you need from the industry to kind of keep your place or push you ahead and things of that nature. And they did him right. He went through this long battle, like he stated, legal battle, and he thanked people for sticking by his side with him. The one thing that I, I thought he was going to do uh, was shout out Rick Ross. I, and I know that's maybe just me. There's no guidelines to him doing it or not doing anything like that. I did think he would. Uh, but... That's besides the point. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. But they did right by him. And uh, I I hope he keep, yeah, and all the people that did the video. uh, Yeah, I just hope he, I I feel like I want to see Wayne do numbers at least two more times. Mm -hmm. So he can go out how he should have if this Mack truck didn't try to run into him. I heard somewhere he was projected to do like 450. I don't know. First week, yes, yeah, I said we gonna have to do some research on these numbers uh-huh. to see what's going on. Uh, but with that came an idea for me because he gave a story um, that I thought was real touching and uh, some real shit, right? Something he doesn't talk about that often, as right? Well. Uh, especially not in depth, uh-huh. right? P.O.P. holding it down, progressing our people.
Our POP today is from Holly Grove, Louisiana. His name is Mr. Bob. And I felt that it was important to give Mr. Bob, although he is not African American, we don't necessarily have that standard. The point is to show examples of people moving us as people forward in any fashion that they can because nothing makes an overall effect on everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's about everybody doing their part, moving the next person forward. So I felt with the story that Wayne gave that Mr. Bob should be a POP because he, for the simple fact, not because of who Lil Wayne became, but because this was just a normal African-American boy laying on the ground that everybody was ignoring, and he kept this boy alive. And I felt like that is something strong and it definitely progresses our people because it teaches us to never give up on each other. If he didn't want to give up on him, mm-hmm. then I shouldn't give up on him. You shouldn't give up on him. His neighbor shouldn't give up on him. You know. So let's listen to the Wayne story. And again, shout out to Mr. Bob, P.O.P. Progressing our people. Refuse. When I say refuse, there's a man in New Orleans. His name is Uncle Bob. He came into an apartment one day. He bust in the door, guns drawn. He saw nobody. He saw legs on the floor. It was my legs. He saw blood everywhere. A bunch of police hopped over me. He refused to do so. I never knew. I talked to him the other day. I never knew EMS was on the scene. He said EMS tried twice, and they told him, does nothing. He refused to let that die. He told his, he told his somebody, come drive this car, forget an ambulance. He brought me to the hospital himself. He refused to wait. He kicked in the doors. He said, you, you get whatever you got to do and you make sure this child make it. Not only that, not only that, not only that, that day, Uncle Bob was a homicide detective. He was off on detail. He just heard the call and came. Not only did he refuse to sit, not only did he just give me to the doctors and leave, he, he refused to leave. He stayed and made sure that I made it. I saw Uncle Bob the other day. I saw Uncle Bob a, bi- a billion times other than that in a restaurant a few times. He refused to let me pay for his meal. He refused to let me tip the waitress or the waiter. He refused to let me do anything, take care of anything. I saw him the other day, I said, Uncle Bob, let me help you in any kind of way. This man has two amputated legs. He refused to stop, he's not in a wheelchair, he's walking. You know what he asked for? A job. (laughs) To my fans. So there we have it. I just, I thought that story was uh, inspirational. Uh, motivational, uh, inspiring, you know, all of those great words. Uh, so, again, P.O.P. for today, we're going to give a shout-out to, what is it? Uncle Mr. Bob. Bob. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. From the N.O. From Hallett Grove. And also, I just want to say, uh, keep your head up, Uncle Bob, because he also mentioned that he has no legs yeah. anymore. So, that's 
gotta be rough to live with. Oh, there's so, so much you can take from that story. I just feel like that's rough to live with. So yeah, I'm sure. There's so much you can take sure. from that story for and sure. And all that man asked for was a job. A job. A job. What was we talking about earlier? What? Oh, okay. So, Dre, you proposed uh, a question earlier about. Uh, oh, yeah. About kids in well sports, not kids. Uh, like the the, the, the college players, the college teenagers, right. high school players, late high school to college. Okay, and how they have like a racehorse mentality. Well, I was saying that I feel like some of them could, you know what I'm saying? Like if they're in a position where they don't necessarily want to do it, I don't. I wasn't saying all of them. I was just saying. Like what's, I think it might be interesting to look at, like how how some of them might feel that way. Yeah, like they don't necessarily want to do this sport. You know what I mean? They only do it at this point because their parents tell them to play football. You know, dad tells me I'm gonna be a winner, so I have to be a winner. Right. You know what I'm saying? Dad tells me I have to eat this much so I can put on muscle, so I have to eat this much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my dad told me I have to be cool. So I can be, so I can fit in and be that guy in the school. You know what I mean? Like, what, what do can we do to like? What's your question? Like, what is what is my the, question? Was essentially, can you see some people feel that way? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, like, like Oprah said, you do something for thirty days, it becomes a habit, right? If you do it for five, six years, it's definitely going to become a habit. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them do pick up that mentality where this is what I have to do because my parents have always had me in sports. I'm a parent who puts my sons in a lot of sports, uh, but I also have friends who don't, you know, who have a different view on it. Uh, But it's just about balance. I believe that it's about balance because there are plenty of athletes that have – hobbies outside of the sport you see what i'm saying so that gives you another perspective because they clearly had time to go do these other things learn how to swim learn how to play instruments sing rap write books you know documentaries all this other good stuff so if you're doing it as part of making your child i guess rounded well-rounded then i don't think that it's a problem what if you're forcing them to do the sport? No, let me let me rephrase that. I don't think you will have that problem gotcha. as far as them feeling like that, you know, that race horse mentality. They're exhausted. Right. From it. But if it's all sports, it's about sports. Mm-hmm. Like you get good grades because you need to play sports, not because you need to get good grades so you won't be dumb out in this motherfucker. Right. You see what I'm saying? But if it's everything is about sports, yeah, by the time if you start that at five, six years old, by the time they twelve yeah, that's all they're going to know. That's it. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's all about your approach. Like anything in life, it's all about your approach. So we'll see. I mean, we have to try to figure out. We're really going to have to start trying to get, like, guests uh, that can speak on these topics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so... We'll see, people. We'll see. Again, like, comment, share, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Give us your opinion. Again, the show needs to operate off of your opinion. You guys.
you the great ones out there. We're going to come up with a nice, cuddly, cute name for our fans. You know how people come up with names for their fans. We're going to – The opinion nerds. Right. <laughs> we're going to at some that point – That was off the top of the dome. At some point, we're going to offer a contest for the dopest name for our fans. Not yet. So don't get the common yeah, names expecting gifts. And make sure you tune in to our next episode because we will be announcing our very first contest. It will be a giveaway, all right? Might be to a game, might be to a concert, might be a free McDonald's burger. I don't know. Or a free hoodie for your dog. Say that again. Or a free hoodie for your dog. Where can you get this free hoodie for for your dog? Oh, at Doggy Threads, located (laughs) at 1308 Washington Avenue. Ah! Yes. Okay. Make sure you make your way on down there. What do they have at this Doggy Threads? They have everything you need for dogs. Clothing, food, toys, water, everything you can think of. uh, Name something and I'll say yes to it. Yep, it's almost one at a time. If you're cold, they're cold too. If you need a coat, they might need a coat too. The plug. The plug. Alright, so as we always do at the end of the show, we gonna turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. So today we gonna listen to I got his name. Since I messed up his name, I figured we listen to the song. His name is Flip De Niro. Flip. Flip De Niro. Flip. Yeah, not that flip. Wrong flip. Yeah, wrong flip. He might want to remake that yeah. though. He might <laughs> and Callie the name the name of the song that he performed is called Leave Me Alone. Okay. So we're going to turn up to that. Don't forget to like, follow, share. We are subject to opinion on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. On Instagram, we're S2O Podcast. Email us at S2O Pod Show at Gmail. Again, do not forget to like, share, follow, tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss you, but I got no time for that, Dell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I miss you, but I got no time for that. How could you wish you never play me? Had no time for that, damn. Play me, my lady, got no time for that. How could you moving like you crazy? I ain't call you back, damn. Leave me alone, dumb as fuck. Get you dumb as fuck. Run it out the bus, damn. Leave me alone, dumb as fuck. Get you dumb as fuck. Bitch, you got a fuck. Leave me But I got no time for that You was my little lady, drive me crazy I was fine with that, damn How you just gon' play me? I ain't fine with that Thinking about you daily, smoking crazy While I'm off the tech, damn Flexing, oh, we was flexing Always I told you that you be a star Go sit our checklist, damn Question, oh, check your message Knew that I come for the beef from the start Oh, she was texting, damn Demon, she called, damn Leaving them gone Dropping the top of my car, ayy. I cannot love her, no bitches. She fucking the click, man. She playing her part, yeah. Damn, ayy. Life is a bitch. Knew all that shit from the start, ayy. Asking myself, I walk off on that bitch, and she leave all that shit in the dark, like, damn. Leave me alone. Drop 